everybody. Welcome to RPG Cast, episode 468 for the week of July 7th, 2018. I'm Chris Rivetier here bringing you the weeks of RPG news. Hello, everybody. Joining me today, Kelly Ryan. I have a kitty. Anna Marie Privetier. My bladder is small. <laughs> and Alex Fuller. I feel I'm supposed to be seeing footballs coming home, but I'm not going to. Aww. All right. I don't know what we're talking about now. Start the I show, I don't know Anna. either. Twitter tried to spoil me. With what? With the footy score. And I was like, Twitter, shut up. Oh. Yeah. My my Cortana was like, hey, follow the tournament. Click here and I'll give you notifications of updates. I'm like, no, I'm going to watch those after the show. It's Leave like, me alone. Damn it. No, don't tell me what the score is at halftime Twitter. Shut up. So you don't want me to react? No. Please yes. no? Yes, he should react because we don't want to take this away from him. Okay. Well, this is his country. He's allowed to react, damn it. I can't promise to react. That's too just, much effort. Just don't, well, react like, have to. just don't react like Piers Morgan. Just make noises, but don't say why you're making the noises. Make us have to guess if you're happy or sad. You just yeah. be like, ah! And then, like, we don't know. Are you angry? Happy? And then you could just like that way you can express yourself. Yeah, I'm just gonna not react. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's British. There, there's a finite amount of reaction that we're gonna get out of him, oh, right? Good show. Well, well done. Well played. No, but he's a British soccer hooligan. Come on. No. <laughs> Lacrosse hooligan. What is Alex? Alex, what do you play? Lacrosse? Hockey. Hockey? Hockey. Field hockey? No, hockey yeah. hockey. No, field hockey. Oh, I thought yeah, you played Anna. ice hockey. Booyah. No. Why oh, do you bad. think him begin be rained out, Anna? Can't well, he be rained in the winter. You can't be rained out of ice hockey. You can't really be rained out of field hockey either. Oh, I thought it's indoors. Get... West, is, West, is good. West is good for field hockey. Oh, is it? Okay. I yeah. thought you had weather related issues in the past, so sorry. That's ice generally. All right, then. He gets iced out of field hockey. Perfect. All right. <laughs> it's the other way around. Oh, we've got too much ice for hockey. <sighs> so, should we talk about the lost child, Alex? Yes. I'm going to say yes. I, I suppose. So, we've, yeah, we we both finished it. I'm yeah. only on layer four right now. All right. So, um, the ending is hilarious unintentionally. Because... Yep. And this isn't a spoiler because we're going to keep it very, we're going to keep it very general. But mm-hmm. I basically sent Alex a message that was like, um, I, I, I said, I'm not sure what I love more. And I sent him three things about what I'm not sure I love more. But let's discuss ham fisted Jesus. <laughs> Because, and this isn't a spoiler. No, I think that's a spoiler. Because the game ends on December 22nd and then starts again on December 25th. That's not how Easter works. Yes. So I, I will not give <laughs> any context to what happens on those three days. Okay. But it is unbelievably... I think you've already given enough context. But it is unbelievably ham-fisted Jesus. And it is hilarious i can't wait for you to get there kelly and experience it because it is so good 
<laughs> I, I, I look forward to it. Wow, playing playing games with overt religious imagery seems to be the theme, or my theme this July. <laughs> um, we also right find, now, we also no, find out God's true intentions. Okay. Oh yeah, hopefully about that. Yep. And and I I will not say anything more because I think you will like God's plot twist, Kelly. <laughs> plot is twist. It, is it M Night Shyamalan? No. Plot twist? Oh no, no it's no, way no, simpler no. than that. It's the current day. The village is in a forest. Oh my gosh. No. He no. was dead the whole time. No. Way simpler than that. Also. What's um, the twist in the elevator one? I don't even know. I don't know. <laughs> and there, there's a post-game dungeon that is, like, given to you so casually in, like, this dementedly twisted way that you're just going to... I think you're just going to pee yourself laughing. <laughs> well, oh, I'm looking forward to it. I already am... Well, I finally started taking the bathhouse more seriously. Good. And I'm already Ooh, amused Bathing at is the important. Pee- yeah. The peaking. Hi, toe. I have screenshots and, and yeah, of that. My husband has been amused at the boobage in this game because I showed him that scene and I showed him some of the more suggestive demons. Hey, and... have I got a game for you if you want nudity? <laughs> we talked oh. about it last week. Did we? Yeah. Okay. Which one? A the one Pop-ion. that got banned. Oh, oh yeah. My game. Oh, Apophion. Oh okay. It's it's the one that's all the Greek art, like it's the side of a oh, clay pot. Yeah. There's there's oh. satyrs walking around with erections in this game. Yeah, like, so why don't you talk oh. about Apotheon? Because you've been no, playing... that's the best part. Really, it's just the nudity. No, <laughs> I'm kidding. The uh, no, is you shouldn't be- talk about me. Is it better or worse? I was gonna say, is it better or worse than the boner in imagery in Lost Child and Shin Megami Tensei? Oh, is there SMT boners in Lost Child? Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, really? Yeah. There's Delightful. there's a demon called Dole that's a penis. Well, not only that, look at um, what the Incubus kind of looks like. Yeah. There's Succubus oh, and Incubus. this game at all. <laughs> Alex <laughs> missed all of this. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, I noticed it right away. There's a couple monsters that just very clearly well endowed. There's the Incubus thing that definitely looks like a wang, an <laughs> uncut wang. Yeah, <laughs> there's lots of boners and boobs in this game. Did you they did you did... involve Incubus? No, I did not. Just That's better. Kind of... <laughs> okay. Anyways, <laughs> um, Chris, do you want to talk about your Metroidvanias? My Metroidvania mania. Yeah, my Metroidvania mania is continuing. I uh, finished the Swapper. Did I talk about that last week? I no, don't remember. that's that's a new one. I played through the Swapper, yeah, which is a Metroidvania with like puzzles and not the traditional one. Last but, week um, you talked about Dust and Elysian Tale and Metroid Samus re- returns, re- reruns. You called it, yeah, Metroid Samus reruns. <clears throat> so this week you played Guacamelee. Guacamelee, yeah, I finished up Guacamelee, which was very cool. Um, that I game like has the style for days. That you got. Yeah, I know. It's very. But sweet. you didn't even see it. I just described it to you. I um, did see it. No, you didn't. <laughs> I thought I did. No, you were in the other room. Oh, okay. <laughs> I really need to play Guacamelee, not only because of the charm, but just how meme-heavy that game is. 
There were a lot of times that Chris got stuck and I was like, why don't you just turn into the chicken? And you were like, ooh, and you turned into the chicken and you finished it. Yeah, that worked well. Yeah. I, I was the chicken a lot in that game. <laughs> um, I will not be getting all the 100% in Guacamole because it's hard. Um, those things they want you to do are hard. So Guacamole is one of those, like, you need to actually press the buttons at the right time games and so that becomes more difficult um but you know i had fun leveling up and learning my motion abilities and being able to smash blocks and get into hidden areas and get more powerful and then beat the last boss which took me forever but am watched me slowly 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 get better at it and then finally i beat it when she wasn't looking <laughs> and i got an ending and it wasn't the it wasn't the true ending or it wasn't the best ending i should say but the what you have to do to get the best ending is like forget that crap i'll just watch it on youtube <laughs> Because I'm not good enough at that game. Because there's some frustrating platforming challenges you have to do in that. Um, so I also played the Swapper, which is kind of like... Um, so that is, you're on a planet and you find this gun that can make clones of yourselves. And then you can swap with your clones and use that to solve a bunch of puzzles. It has a really interesting like story that turns into the philosophical discussion of what is the self versus not the self. And what is a mind. And it, it gets weird. Um, it has some cool twist at the end and then an ending that i'm unsatisfied with but whatever it's fine and um yeah that was the swapper it was it was okay um lots of puzzles the story was better than the puzzles i think the puzzles just got frustrating at some point but i, I had to cheat on one of them but the rest i got on my own uh nobody cares um <laughs> and now i'm playing uh what am i playing now apotheon which is like the side of a greek pot a grecian urn and so it's all this artwork and um, basically in this game, you, the gods have decided screw humanity. We're letting humanity die. And so you're a human who goes up to Mount Olympus with one of the gods help. Who's like, I don't agree with this plan. And then you're going to kill all the gods and bring the gods power back to earth for, for people so they can live. And so I'm killing all the gods and this is a really fun game. It's really well done. Um, uh, the skills you, you earn and you can, you can level up your character by like finding new armor sets that upgrade your armor ability. And so you are gradually getting stronger and it's got all that sort of progression that some of the more simple Metroidvanias I've been playing, like the Swapper and Guacamelee were lacking. Um, and so it's, it's a really fun game. Um, but there's a lot of nudity in it. They, uh, they, <laughs> they, they say, Hey, this is all artwork. So we can have nude dudes running around, nude ladies, nude satyrs, nude everything. Everything's naked and everything's got junk. So <laughs> so there is that going on. Um, but is there junk physics? Um, I have not noticed junk physics. Because <laughs> everything's well, small. That... Like, it's all, like, okay. you're far away. There's not really... There is body physics, like attack physics. Like, you, you're thrown across maps and your opponents get thrown across maps. So there's certainly physics going on, um, but not applied to junk, from what I can okay. tell. Yeah, that's, just, it's okay uh, because it's not the point of the game. <laughs> I, I was just curious. <laughs> okay, uh, I'm, I'm watching a video of it. This game looks pretty cool as far as the art style yes. goes. Um, and that's what I've been playing. And then what did I do yesterday, Anna? Um, there was something I was going to say. Oh, I guess it doesn't matter. Now I got to work on. RP Gamer ad stuff and whatnot, so that's boring. But uh, yeah, so what else have you been playing, Anna? Um, since I finished Lost Child, I switched to Odin Sphere because that's my JRPG July game. 
So I don't know how I how I kind of ducked this game. I wasn't interested on the PS2, wasn't interested on PS4. And then I saw Peter stream it. And I was like, oh my gosh, how have I been ducking this game? It looks amazing and I got to play it. Um, uh-huh. So it was finally on sale during E3. So I bought it. And I finished the first three chapters, which is um, Gwendolyn the Valkyrie, um, Cornelius the Puka Prince, and Mercedes the Fairy Fairy Queen. Queen. And now I'm playing Oswald the Dark Knight. Now, I heard that this game is really hard. Is that true? It's not hard. Okay. Well, I thought she was playing on easy. Apparently, she's playing on normal. Oh, I'm so. playing on normal. And in fact, I I have switched to hard at some points to get more experience or something to to see what it was like. Yeah. And it wasn't more compelling than playing on normal. Now you're playing the Vita version. Which, I am um, playing the Vita version. Unintentionally preserves the slowdown, right? Uh, what? <laughs> Uh, the PS2 version had a lot of slowdown at times okay. in the game. Like the frame rate would go down to like five. <laughs> okay. Um, have you run into that at all? Uh, I'm the wrong Apparently person not. to ask because I don't oh, notice slowdown on oh, the Oh, it turns Vita into games. a slideshow. No, I I really don't notice slowdown in Vita games. Now, have you? Um, does this? I, I play all the Atelier games on Vita. I really don't notice slowdown in Vita games. Uh, you can't <laughs> not notice the slowdown in Odin Sphere PS2. Um, so okay. it, you would, I trust that if you haven't noticed it, it's not happening. Or I just don't notice slowdown in Vita games. Because mm-hmm. it was, it was bad. <laughs> okay. Like um, when Velvet's chain thing started going in the original one. Mm-hmm. Holy crap. Well, I'm not at Velvet yet. That's yeah. the next well, chapter. Well, but you fight, you fight her. Okay. So during like fights once. with her, yeah, but you would, you would have noticed. Okay, it's fine. You're good. It, You're good. You keep asking me the question, expecting that my answer is going to change. I'm not expecting it to change. I'm saying you've already had the chance to run into it, and you didn't run into it, so it's good. Okay. So. How are you liking it? Game's fantastic. I love it. Mm-hmm. I need to play this. It's so good. You should play it. <clears throat> Makes me wonder if they'll uh, put it on the Switch eventually. I doubt it. Isn't VanillaWare busy? They could be. I don't know. I mean, they're porting everything else to the Switch. I mean, people are porting everything to the Switch these days, so I don't see why not. Um, they're porting new stuff to the Switch, but they're not really porting old stuff to the Switch. Uh, actually, I wonder if it's on sale right now, because PSN nope. is having a... it's not. Oh, it is. darn. Yeah, because it was just on sale, like, three weeks ago. Aw. Sorry. Oh, well. Oh, it's okay. I'm sure it'll go on sale again at some point. It was not on sale for a very, very, very long time. Like almost a year. I was getting very frustrated. So, But I will watch. I will see if it goes on sale again. Because there are a lot of people, now that I'm tweeting about it, that are like, oh man, this looks amazing. I want to play it. Is it on the sale? And it's like, no. And by the way, I was watching for it to be on sale for almost a year before it went on sale. <laughs> It's 
It must sell at full price. But I will watch for a sale. For what? Throne Sphere again? Yeah. It took so long to get the verse sale. I know, right? Oh my god. That's what I'm saying. All right. And and wow, it's still full price on the store too. Yep. Mm -hmm. I, yeah. I it must sell really well. Yeah. It must it's the thing that's driving me crazy about Tokyo Xanadu on the Vita. Tokyo on the PS4 constantly goes on sale. Tokyo Xanadu on the Vita never goes on sale. So the PS4 game must not be selling. The Vita version must be selling extremely well. Well, I think that could be partly Sony not caring about getting stuff on Vita on sale. Oh, no, 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 no. Sony doesn't decide what goes on sale. The developers do. Okay, yeah, but, so, but when it is, Sony doesn't advertise the Vita stuff very much. Oh, no, it doesn't matter. It's Sony comes to the... So here's how Sony sales okay. work. Sony decides on a theme, usually three to six months in advance. And Sony emails companies and says, hey, you have games that may fall under this theme. Pitch us on what games you want us to have in this theme. And then you email them and say, hey, here's our eight million games that we want to have in your sale. And they go, thanks. And then two to four weeks before the sale, they email you and say, hey, these are the games that are these are the games that are going to be in the sale. So Sony doesn't decide what ga what games are going to be in the sale, whether it's Vita or PS4 or whatever. They email you and and you say, what games do you want in the sale? And you say, these are the games that I want in the sale. But then they come back and tell you which games are actually going in the sale. Well, yeah, because, I mean, <laughs> if they say, hey, we're going to have an action sale, and you pitch them, you say, hey, I want a fishing game in the sale... They are clearly going to say, LOL, you're dumb. We're not going to put your fishing game in the sale. <laughs> I mean, you do still need to be within the theme. And they just do that process just because people were putting games in the sales that were not within the theme. Because you look back at some of the earlier themed sales and you found stuff that were like, why is this in the theme? So they, they had to change the process very slightly to just have a layer of approval processes. Just because people were dumb. Anyways, carry on. Who else has been playing games this week? Oh, I've been playing more Lost Child. I had, I had to tweet Anna this week because um, <laughs> the side quest that involves cats. So I'm like... Does anything bad happen to these cats in the side quest? And she's like, "No, you're good." No, nope, like, no, nope. oh, okay. you're good. You're good. Thank God, because with the Lovecraftian theme of this game, I know that there's a Lovecraft story about a cat that gets killed, and I'm like, "Oh God, I I need to know if this happens so that I can deal with it accordingly." But nope, was all good. Deal with it um, accordingly, being blowing up the game cartridge and no, just video not the finishing the quest. Oh, okay. Yeah, either not. <laughs> Either not finishing the quest or just kind of going into it with a Xanax so that I don't have a panic attack. 
because I, I kind of get a little bit of PTSD when I see cats in movies and video games get hurt. Um, I nearly had to walk out of it because of it. So, yeah. A cat gets hurt in that game? Or in that movie? It, it almost does. Ooh, yikes. Um, and, and the funny thing is that if I would have just looked it up on doesthedogdie.com, then I would have been okay. But the, like the one time I didn't check before going into an R-rated movie, and I had to like kind of cover my eyes, and then it turned out to be fine. Okay. So yeah, pro tip, doesthedogdie.com help, helps with that. But um, yeah, I'm on layer four. I've no, I, I finally started noticing that these layers kind of have a uh, theme to what monsters are in them. Yes. Because that, that one is the wood layer. Yes. So a lot of, bring, all, a lot of fire. bring all your fires. Yep. Um, what else? Uh, I've been really oh, hold enjoying on. this. Story. So I'm going through this site now. So does the dog die as a misnomer because they track a bunch of things. Including yeah. are any teeth damaged? Are there bugs? Does a horse die? Are there strobe effects? Some some very reasonable things. Ones I'm a little bit more questionable about. Does a dragon die? Like, dragons aren't real, so why is that a trigger? Okay, fine. Are there clowns? Hey, for people that have a fear of clowns, that's a big deal. I, I like this one. Does an LGBT person die? Because we don't care if regular people die, but if an LGBT person dies, well, that's a problem. Uh, that that's getting so, into that tome of um, women in fridge in refrigerators and lesbians in refrigerators and wait what yeah okay I don't, that's a thing, thing I don't know about apparently yeah you you've never heard of the women in refrigerators trope no it's a thing okay there's probably a category for like jump scares yeah which, which a lot of people are sensitive to there is one for jump scares yeah, yeah. that's for you Anna. yeah yeah I love jump scares because like they make me laugh yeah. No, thank you. So how's Final Fantasy Ten going for you, Kelly? Okay, well, you guys have probably been seeing me kind of live-tweeting the game with various Yay. observations. And Zero out of ten for, for, for... Oh, yeah, for the giant hallway. <laughs> game's, game's a giant hallway, guys. Zero out of ten. What, and the, what, what the Final Fantasy were they, were they complaining was a giant hallway? Thirteen. That was it. Yeah. And playing through it, it's like, well, this one kind of is too, so why was it okay in 2002, but not okay in 2013? Or, I'm sorry, when did 13 come out? 2008? It's been a long time. I, and well, I think, I think part of it was because back when 13 came out, that was when we was playing stuff like... Uh, not Skyrim, but um, Oblivion and other open world games, and people didn't really like linearity. Yeah, it's a mixture of there being a lot of open games, and I think Final Fantasy X actually deals with it a lot better than thirteen anyway. Yeah. So. No, I, I concur. Ten, ten deals with it a hell of a lot better than thirteen did, but I mean, it's kind of been a trend in Final Fantasy games for a while now. So I don't know, but anyway, anyway, back back to the funny stuff. Well, also, thirteen came immediately after twelve, which went in completely opposite direction as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. 
<laughs> but back to the funny stuff, man, that tweet I tweeted out about Waka and throwing the volleyball at the shark fen just got all kinds of traction. I don't know if you guys saw that. Yeah, I did. <laughs> that, that was just one of those things that I could not help but not laugh at. Just, I'm going to chuck a volleyball at a shark fin. Which which then made me th- question, like, okay, well, is a blitz ball, like, really heavy? But then later on in a cutscene, they show a blitz ball floating. So, I don't know. I, I try it. If, if you think too hard about it, you Let, just... Let's not get into the water physics of Final Fantasy X. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But <laughs> Just um, so you all know, no dogs die in Detroit become human. I just want to let you know. It's very important. Woo-hoo. Nor does but, anyone fart or spit, apparently. I didn't know that was a thing. I also didn't know that this apparently had video games on it. But anyway, I've I've been having a lot of fun with the game thus far because, like I said, it's been about twelve years since I played it last, and just been having fun up to the dumb casual observations, um, making fun of the laughing scene all over again, and my husband asking, "What were you doing down there?" I'm like, "I was recording a funny skit for Twitter." And yeah, and I, I'm also determined to master Blitzball this time around. But I, I did some reading on it, and apparently, you can't even really get started on that seriously until you get the airship. <sighs> mm-hmm. So, I have an yeah. update for you all. Just so you know, in Hollow Knight, there are bugs. No. Yeah. <laughs> Just um... so you know. I'm glad we have the site here to tell us this. There are bugs in Hollow Knight. There are clowns in Hollow Knight. Apparently there are clowns in Hollow Knight. I don't know how that one works, but all right. Um, They're dead clowns. Oh, that's right. There's a whole circus, isn't there? Yeah. Okay. Sorry to interrupt. No, that's okay. You all done? Or did you have more? I I mean, there's not really a lot I can say about playing. Did you skip all the lightning yet? Did you did you dodge all no, the lightning I'm, yet? No, I'm not there yet. I just I just am at the part where you beat the chocobo eater. Okay. That's one of my favorite fights in the game. I hate that fight. The last time I tried to play this game again, that's where I ended up rage quitting because um I I meant to grind a little bit more in that fight and I didn't get a chance to so i'm doing just did just piss poor damage with it and then looked up a guide and figured out that you can just one shot it using a freet so that's what i did <laughs> that works i like that strategy yeah. that's good strategy yeah cool so all right alex what have you been up to besides lost child well i want to point out that i managed to finish lost child before anna i got a piece of that Okay. Yeah. Well, she always completes things really quickly. So. I know. No, no. Yeah. I understand. Yeah. I've, I've had That's... to give up on any of my ambitions of comparing myself to her because it just it doesn't go good. Yeah. I think I actually had some extra time because I got the review cut copy before the game as well. So technically, it probably took me longer. <laughs> anyway. Um. 
It took me 41 hours to finish the game. Well, I meant in terms of days rather than. Yeah, he meant like oh. getting done before oh, you. Oh, oh, gotcha. Yeah. yeah. I'm not sure what my time was. I think it might have been 38-ish. Gotcha. Yeah. Anyway, games. I've been basically playing a couple of visual novels. So the first one is... I'm not sure how to pronounce it. I think it's Mob Love just because that's how they spell it. But it's Japanese, so who knows. What is that about? It's kind of a weird series because it's three games that all go together. And we're to only getting one, two. To make, to make one story. Well, actually, the first two games are part of the first... Are basically packaged as the first game. Oh, so extra... Wait, is extra... Extra is the first part of what is bundled as just Mother Love. Okay. So there's extra and, alter and alternative are both in the first game and then... Oh, no, did I say alternative? Yeah. Do you mean it's unlimited? Extra, extra and unlimited in okay. the first one. I have no idea what we're talking okay. about. Okay, so Mother Love is a visual a novel trilogy. trilogy. And in yeah. Japan, it was released as... Muv Love, Muv Love Unlimited, Muv Love Alternative. Okay. Because visual novels have stupid names. Yeah, but basically the first game's now basically been renamed Extra. Just Which has both so Muv Love and Muv Love Unlimited. No, Muv Love is just the bundle. So Muv Love Extra is the first game, and then Unlimited is the second game. Oh, but anyway. so okay so but, no yeah, wait i'm thinking about this am i thinking about this wrong so so in instead of being muv love muv love unlimited muv love alternative it's now muv love extra muv love unlimited muv love alternative correct ah <sighs> okay okay what yeah, it's basically original but the first part is completely different to what happens in the second the first part is basically going through as many harem tropes as possible <laughs> and just gleefully running through it just making a completely ridiculous story okay about it and then basically for, I've not got to the next part yet but as far as I know it's where everything just goes horribly wrong in the next two games and it's like it, the protagonist gets transferred to a different world where aliens have invaded what? well the, well, the first game <laughs> is just basically a slice of life comedy and then the second and third games just become Ridiculous. Deeply serious. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So basically, the first part is basically all about setting up things to go horribly wrong and just ruining the protagonist. So okay, it's gonna be interesting to see where that goes. But I think I'm basically near the end of a play through the first game because you got multiple routes, but I can't really be bothered to play it again because you're basically just. <laughs> All you're basically doing is ending up with a different heroine, so... Right. That's just choice, but yeah. So I'm pretty much near the end of that. The other one I'm playing is basically the other side of that, so I'm playing the Axis's latest Otome, which is Psychedelica of the Ashen Hawk. And that's that's different from Psychic Butterfly. Mm -hmm. or, yeah. Uh, yes. It seems to, it's seems to be like a completely different setting characters everything like that although okay. there's like one tiny bit of the opening movie that seems to have a screenshot from black butterfly but 
Okay. I've got no idea if there's any actual connection. There's no, doesn't seem to be anything. So. Okay, because they're they're presented as a pair of games you have to play together. Yeah, I'm only about an hour into it so, so far, so I've not seen anything that actually links them. Okay. One thing that might be is one character looks vaguely similar to another one, but it's hard to tell if he's any direct connection at this point. Okay. I mean, it's got the same sort of chapter structure, but instead of the shooty mini game, which was awful in Black Bus Fire, it's got it basically lets you go and do investigations instead. So you choose where to go and stuff like that. So it's, I found it a lot more interesting and actually sort of suits the visual novel part of the game quite a lot better. Okay. Also, the um, protagonists and characters are a lot more interesting because they are basically destroyed with amnesia. Gotcha. I don't know if I say. It could be fun. I'm not far enough in to justify well, to state how fun it's likely to be overall, but it's not. Aside from that, I'm playing Secret Review Game, which I can't really talk about. Secret Review so. Game, my oh, favorite game. No, 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 no. I yeah. want to play. I I want to play. I want to play lottery on this. All right. No, you can't. You can't. You can't I tell can you. Well, I can I can say which game it is. I can't tell. I can't tell you how good it is. No, no, no. Oh, now she's no, got to no, guess. No, 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 no. All right. Because I want to guess. All right, all right, this all right, is. All right. So go, here's go. the upcoming releases. Hero uh-huh. U, Rogue to Redemption, Shining Resonance, Toho's Scarlet Curiosity, Octopath Traveler, Adventure Time, Tanzia, Toho Gens of Wander, Banner Saga 3, Ease Memory of Sunsetta, Gun Bare, Super Strikers, is Octopath Traveler. It's probably Octopath Traveler. What do you it's think, Kelly? Oh, I think it's oh! Octopath. Is it Shining Resonance? Everyone quit the show. It's Shining Resonance. It's Ooh. Shining Resonance. Oh, I can't wait to find out that game is garbage. All right, so I'll hit you up on uh, I'll hit you up on uh, Slack on Tuesday. Again, no comment until Monday. Oh. Okay, I'll hit you up on Monday. <laughs> well, no public comment until, mon- until Monday. Okay, I'll hit you up later on Slack. No comment. All right, I'm still gonna get it. <laughs> So, well, Anna's real excited for it. I just played the demo and I wasn't excited. That's all I mean. I played the demo and I'm excited. Yeah, she's excited. I'm I'm going to talk about this in our JRPG July section. So, all right. You know what time it is, Chris? What time is it? It's news time. News time. We have more characters in Nelky and the legendary alchemists. So, the more I read about this, the more I'm getting tentatively excited. Tentative hype. Tentative. Is this, the, this is the town building one. Yes. And I'm telling you, you're going to like this, and you refuse to accept it. I'm I'm tentatively excited. So what did we learn? Did, is all character details? Did we learn anything interesting? I see characters I recognize from really old Iris games. Yeah. So like so, this, yeah, this little so, fairy kid. Yeah. Here. So this is a whole bunch of stuff all the way back to Manichaemia. Mm-hmm. Manichaemia was after Atelier Iris. Oh, is it? Yeah. I think of the Mana games as like before everything else. Well, it was... That was spin-off like... <sighs> yeah. Before the PS... Atelier PS3, Iris Eternal Mana was the first Atelier Iris game. Okay. And I don't know if there were Atelier games before that too. There were. But there were... Mm-hmm. Um, but okay. they didn't come out here. Okay. Yeah, most of the Atelier games that came out... Or that, that came... I'm sorry. Most of the Atelier games that we didn't get before the PS2 games were on PS1. Right. And, they were and, and one of those was remade for DS, wasn't it? 
No. I'm not Annie sure. Annie was a new game. Annie was a new game? Okay, never mind then. Just ignore me. Okay. Uh, I've got a couple of imports of the PS1 games. There you go. Yeah, there were Game Boy games as well. Most of those got ported over to, like, smartphones and stuff. Okay. So, more characters being shown from it. Go watch the st- read the story for details. And, in addition to that, Circle Entertainment has announced Mercenary Wings. Yeah, so this is a new tactical RPG. It's a follow-up to your favorite series, Mercenary Saga, Zana. Yeah, I'm excited. It's like that series that feels like Final Fantasy Tactics, so play it because it feels like Final Fantasy Tactics. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, well... Yeah, you said it was good, but not great, right? It's it's good. It's, it's a simple. solid three and a half out of five. It more yes. Okay. Now they got a follow up coming. Yeah. The false phoenix, mercenary wings, the false phoenix. So yeah. you think there'll be flying units in this game? Uh. Or will it be on airships or something? I don't know. What does the wings refer to? I don't know yet. Or do they just introduce phoenix downs? They have resurrection already. Are you excited for more The World Ends With You? Yes, I can't wait for this game. We finally got a Japanese release date. September. September what? Uh, 27th, 2018. No date announced for the West yet. Sorry. So it's probably sometime next year. I'll live. Very patiently. Very patiently? Very patiently. We have Hero U, Rogue to Redemption, coming out next week. Um, Just a kind of a release date update for you. Um, And that's all I know. It's uh, from Transolar Games. It was originally announced in 2012. It had a Kickstarter. And uh, let's see. Here's the here's the story summary for this game. If you're like me and you don't remember what it's about. Hero U, Rogue to Redemption, follows Sean O'Connor, a new student at Hero University. It's a Sounds like a good place to go. During the day, Sean aims to attend classes, make friends, and practice his skills. While at night, he explores the university's mysterious castle, fighting monsters in tactical turn-based combat and collecting loot. (laughs) How do you like that to be one of your hobbies? Oh, I battle monsters in tactical turn-based combat. That's my extracurricular activities. Uh, The game is a hybrid of adventure game and RPG with the majority of combat encounters stated to be optional. Interesting. The thing about this game is... The main developers basically help create the Quest for Glory series. Oh, interesting. What's the Quest for Glory? It's an old um, CRPG series. Mm. There's a, the person who runs a school store is a big mouse rat guy thing. I don't know what that matters, but uh, there's some weird characters in this. I'd, I'd be amused to see what kind of Easter eggs there are in this game because I noticed in the trailer that there was a Shaun of the Dead poster. <laughs> okay. Yeah. How to tell a game's been under development for six years. Really old <laughs> references. <laughs> Yikes, Chris. Sorry, but it happens. This is the problem with pop culture. This is the lunar problem, Anna. <laughs> what? You you don't want to teach your semen how to swim? What? No, I was talking more like Bill Clinton and Wheaties references. Huh, you don't got milk? <laughs> you don't got milk? No, I don't got no milk. What What kind of cheesy poof is that? Wait, one of the romance options is apparently with your dog? Am I misreading this? Look at this trailer. We've got romance. we got a dog licking you. We've got two ghosts getting it on, and then you getting it on with an actual human lady. I'm really confused. This trailer probably I needs audio. The, I think the next bit probably... 
Yeah. Then there's a ghost dog. It says Shima immediately afterwards. They're literally Shaun of the Dead. What? Okay. Mm -hmm. Oh, cool. Check out this dog. It's got a bunch of steampunk stuff on it. Okay. I don't know what's going on. So there's a... Go check that out if you want to understand what's up with Hero You. Maybe go check some reviews when it comes out next week. Uh, NIS America announced things. Yes. Tell me all the NIS things because I know you obsessively read all their stuff. (laughs) Well, and we got tapped into these at E3. Oh, okay. Um, So they announced um, three games at Anime Expo. Um, So they announced the Princess Why were they announcing video games at an anime convention? Because they always go to Anime Expo and announce games. Why? Can you, as a game presenter, because there's a person, massive crossover between who attends the next and who buys Yeah, them. yeah, yeah. But like, there, you could like, announce them at E3, where it's all video game people. Yeah, but they're a small company. All of these games are anime based, and this is what they've done for like three years now. So it's clearly working for them. Oh, all right. They're one of three companies that announce games. Four companies at this point that announce games at Anime Expo. Hmm. So there's been about six this year. Yeah. So um, we've we've previously covered this as your Fortnite princess training story because it's the most literal translation, um, but the official title is the Princess Guide, um, and this game basically sees you um, taking on one of four princesses um, and basically training them up um, in order to save the world, um, and it's real time strategic battles, um, and it's going to be coming out for PlayStation 4 and Nintendo Switch North America and Europe in 2019. Um, The next game that they announced is the Caligula Effect Overdose. Um, So this is... uh, So this came out in Japan as a PlayStation 4 remake um, of the Caligula Effect, which was a Vita game? Yeah, PC, I thought. No. No, Vita. No, just... It was Vita exclusive. And then, it got, and then a PS4 remake got announced for Japan. Um, so Caligula Effect Overdose is going Wait, to what be... What version did we get here, though? Caligula Effect we, Vita. We got Vita. Vita, okay. Yeah. Caligula Effect Overdose was a PS4 remake in Japan. It's going to come out PS4, Nintendo Switch, and PC um, in North America and Europe? And Europe. Yeah, North America I'm and Europe. I'm confused. Are you all, saying all of them's North America and Europe? We're getting yes. more versions than Japan gets. Correct. That's weird. Not unusual for Nisa. It's been happening for most of the JRPGs. So if NIS and America year, is doing the the ports, does that mean they're going to have a terrible translation? Be halfway broken. So NIS will handle the Nintendo Switch. Okay. We don't know who's handling the PC version. Well, it's means... not like the Switch version of these was all that great either, though. The P- the e- the PC version is fine, except for the translation. The 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 Switch version runs fine, unless you download the DLC, which is a separate issue altogether. That's fixed now, right? It's fixed now. Okay. The I'm just saying the Ease PC version I'm just is saying, a dumpster. Fire. Given how things have been going with NIS so lately, this is a risky. My faith in the Caligula Effect Overdose PC version is low. My faith in the Switch version is fine. Okay. And if you don't like either of these, you can make your own just, game. And if you're concerned, just buy the PlayStation 4 version. No, no, you can make your own game with 
Oh yeah, you can just make an RPG Maker MV game. Yeah, what's that coming to? Um, Nintendo Switch, Xbox One, PlayStation Four, and they're also putting out a free RPG Maker MV app. So is this the the latest and greatest RPG Maker? So this is one that originally came out for PC and Mac in 2015. Oh, so it's a three-year-old th- RPG Maker. I think that's the latest. It is the latest. One. And this is the one that's made by Katakawa Games, which is the people that made Lost Child and God Wars and like a bunch of other games that I like. So are you going to make an RPG for us? Anna? No. You can make a dungeon crawler for us. I don't You should totally games. do that. I don't. You can make it. <laughs> you, should, you should make it really hard and make us have to play it on the podcast. No, I don't. I already work in games. Why would I want to make games in my free time? So can you share games that you make in RPG Maker yeah, MV? Yeah, so that's the idea, yeah. is if you have RPG Maker MV on Nintendo Switch, Xbox One, or PlayStation 4, you can make games. And then if you have the RPG Maker MV Player app, Nintendo Switch, Xbox One, PlayStation 4, PC, you can you can play anybody's games that they've made right. for free. Can I play any RPG Maker MV game made on any platform on any other platform? They have not specified yet. Is there a matrix of what works on what? Yeah, so they're going to get into that closer to launch. Okay. Because Sony. Oh, really? Are you sure that there's a Sony thing here? They haven't specified, but I suspect because Sony. Hmm. So we'll see. Um, they also put out two new trailers, one for Disgaea 1 Complete and one for Labyrinth of Refrain, Coven of Dusk. Those two games both have release dates. Um, Disgaea 1 Complete is October 9th in North America, October 12th in Europe. Labyrinth of Refrain is September 18th in North America, September 21st in Europe. Okay. You're looking forward to Labyrinth of Refrain, aren't you? I am, Yes. And I'm kind of looking forward to Disgaea One Complete because I really haven't played that game since PlayStation Two. Well, I have a new game you might want to look forward to. Yeah, it's called Valthirian Arc Hero School Story. So I had not heard of this until P Cube announced it. So it's half management simulation and RPG. So you're a principal of an academy in the world of Valthiria. You have to supervise students' training before sending them off to undertake quests and adventures in the world. Um, by completing quests, this the oh man, this sounds like my life is a king. By completing quests, the students grow an ability and bring back loot that can be used to upgrade the academy. Uh, there's over 20 buildings you can construct and upgrade, and the students get stronger and you know upgrade in classes as they get uh, as they complete things. It's coming out later this year for PC, PS4, and Switch. That's all we know. So I don't think it's out in Japan, Anna. That's probably why you haven't heard it through your normal grapevine. Gotcha. I don't know if this is a Japanese developed game. Who's a gate? That's my I think that's Southeast Asian. Oh, yeah. That might be why I haven't heard of it. So hopefully this will turn out well because people really like these sort of hero management games and there just aren't enough of them. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. The, The trailer looked very interesting. I'll be curious about it. Can't play it yet. Wait, so I have Valtherian Arc 2, Valtherian Arc 3. I'm so confused. While Chris is clearing his confusion, you can download the Yakuza Kiwami 2 demo because it's out now on PlayStation 4 in both North America and Europe. Um, And if you play the demo and you really, really, really like it, 
you can now digitally pre-order the game on the PlayStation 4. If you do so, I th- is there a discount? I don't think there's a discount. But um, you do get the Dragon's theme and um, the Demon Fire Blade weapon, a special hostess, a unique clan card, a unique clan armor, a special outfit for um, Kiryu, and a million yen in-game. And of course, that will all unlock on August 28th, 2018, when the game releases. Shame Josh isn't here to gush about Yakuza. I know. He had to move furniture instead. Oh, ho, 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 you folks. I've learned things. Valtherian Arc 1 and 2 were like free games made on Newgrounds and stuff. Ooh. And so, like, then they kickstarted a real game. Gotcha. It looks like. Well, quote unquote real game. Sorry if that's insensitive, but. A a console game as opposed to a free browser. Right, right. So uh, there were other games that were announced at Anime Expo that don't really fall under our coverage, but that might be interesting to our audience. Uh, AI, the Somnium File, um, a new game from the director of the Zero Escape series, um, coming to a PS4, Switch, and PC in 2019. You know... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, just yay. That's it. Oh, yay? Yay. Yay. Um, I'm curious to learn more about this and how scary it's going to be. Um, you know, A Girl Who Chants Love at the Bound of This World is a new visual novel coming to PS4 and PC in 2019. Chris is going to be excited for this. Yeah. 428 Shibuya Scramble. Shibuya Scramble! PS4 and PC has a release date, September 6th. Yay! Um, bad news for Josh when he listens to the podcast. Steins Gate Elite. PS4, Switch, and PC has been delayed to 2019. Sad. Mm. Sad. Well, I say boo. I played it about four times, but... No, this is the new in, one. In, non, in non-elite version. Ah, okay. Um, um, f- uh, Front Wing uh, d- is developing Island, which is a visual novel, and they announced it's coming to PC this summer. Arc System Works announced Kill La Kill the Game. Um, and that is coming to PS4 and PC in 2019. Um, Skullgirls Second Encore, um, they announced a Switch port with no date. Axis Games um, announced Code Realize Wintertide Miracles, which is the next fan disc for the series. Um, PS4 and Vita in early 2019. Um, Death Mark, a horror visual novel, PS4 Switch PC with no release date, and Ghost Parade, which is a side-scrolling adventure game, um, PS4 Switch PC in 2019. What are all the, those are all non-RPG games. Yes, that's why I started this section why with... Why are we talking about non-RPG games? That's why I started this section with games that aren't RPGs, but might still be in, in, of interest to our audience. Why? Oh, our audience is the Anime Expo audience, aren't they? Yeah. Oh, yep. that's a good point. Hi. I want to go to Anime Expo now. You're adorable. It's, it's already over, isn't it? Uh, you missed it. It will be over, over today, tomorrow. yeah. It's over tomorrow. We can go, Anna. Where is it? Los Angeles. LA Convention Center. Oh, no, I'm out. Thanks. <laughs> Done. 
had enough of that place for one year. <laughs> Does your town not have like a little local anime expo? You so, might have two. So we have um, an LA, we have two anime expos, and then we have a Wizard Con or whatever it's called. So, um, and the, the Wizard Con's a train wreck. Is it? Yeah, it's I mean, well, and not only that, that we are near um, Milwaukee, which has its own. So, all right, here's the upcoming. Here we go. Upcoming anime conventions in our area, Anna. July twentieth, we can go up to Green Bay, which is going to be like six hours away for Kitsune Con. So we're not going to do that. August twenty fourth, right here in town at that Ma- at the Madison where we did our at the Marriott where we did our wedding reception mm-hmm. is Geek Con. So we can go to that. We've gone to that before, right? Yeah, we've gone a couple times. We went once, Hannah. Twice. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. You had a headache, at least one of those, mm-hmm. and we had to leave while mm-hmm. they were playing chess. It was weird. Yeah, I really liked that chess game. It was fun. But we yes, should maybe go a without a headache. Migraine. Maybe we should go without a headache. All right. We could think um, about it. Hold on. Then in um, November, we can go up to the Wisconsin Dells, you know, the little water park area that's mm-hmm. about an hour away, for Daishokan. I don't know what that is, but it's in a resort area, so that's cool. It's anime and gaming. And it's at the Kalahari, Anna. That could be fun. Because that way, when you get tired of it, we can go to the hot tub. Mm. Yeah. Now we're talking. not the public hot tub, because getting in there with a bunch of nerds. Well, we'll have to reserve a room now if we want one within it. Okay. And then in February next year, we can go to Anime Milwaukee. That has the worst name out of all the Anime Milwaukee. What is that? That's in the same place that um, the uh, the MGC was. Oh, in Brooksfield. No, the the, oh, new, the new one. The new one. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. All right. Organized by Corgi Events LLC. See, now they've redeemed themselves. Their convention organizer, <laughs> Corgi Events. Oh, what? The the former name. For Corgi Events LLC is Ponyville Bronies LLC. Nope, 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 nope. What? What? Nope. Nope, 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 nope. It's, it's, I'm laughing at that because it's, it's hilarious. My former Rocky Horror group used to run the anime con where I live and they ended up changing it or changing it over to the local like um renaissance festival people but when my people ran it i did a bunch of artwork for it and got hate mail for it because they told they was like hey we can we can use your furry character for the mascot not realizing that people didn't like that stuff and i got so much hate mail on my own personal deviant art page for that <laughs> oops yeah. Yeah, I haven't been back to that con in like 10 years. And when when we stopped running it, we was getting like high named voice actors as guests. And I checked the page recently and they've got like Dude 5 from Naruto or something. Dude 5? He's my favorite character. I love Dude <laughs> yeah. 5. Yeah. Uh... Oh, wow. I, I just I need to just go to like a Kansas City anime con or um, try to maybe go to like the Dallas one or something since that's not that far of a drive. All right. All right. So do we got to, do we get to talk about our editorials? Yeah. What are they? Um, 
We're doing JRPG July. Yay! Yay! What is JRPG July? Really? I'm just asking for... I'm being the person who doesn't know, listening. <sighs> JRPG July is a month where we all play JRPGs, and we talk about them. Oh, okay. We also hashtag them, mm -hmm. JRPG July, on Twitter as we play them. And so there's a whole bunch of staff members that are... But um, we put up a post... Um, where um, we introduce what games that they're going to be playing and their Twitter handles so that you can follow them along. So Sam Wachter and Kelly Ryan and Robert Sinclair and Mike Apps and Josh Carpenter and uh, Cassandra Ramos and me. But not you. you suck. Not me. I'm suck. I'm playing um, Metroidvanias. Metroidvania Mania. So you can check out that post to see what we're going to be playing. You need a Metroidvania month, like Metroidvania November. Metroidvania member? November? <laughs> Met Met Metmovember Mania? Met or just go to March or May. Hmm. Yeah, that works too. Metroid March. Castlevania, um, there's no C month. I have an issue. There's no month with a C in it. We need to make a new month. Vaughn Dracula, says, De Dracula December. Dracula December. Vaughn says Matroid. 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 That's pretty good. Ooh. Yeah. Matroid Mania. All right. And Alex reviewed The Lost Child. And Josh put up his next... Um, uh, PSP backlog. He got a little distracted. And then we have boxers. Not briefs? Oh, yeah, briefs. Right. Um, we put up some Mary Skelter 2 details. Um, we um, talked about the fact that Next Up Hero is out now. Um, the second Sword Art Online Fatal Bullet DLC is out now. We have a release date for the Shenmue 1 and 2 remaster, which is August 21st on PC, PlayStation 4, and Xbox One. Um, Tanzia is coming out on Switch later this month. Gunbody Super Strikers is coming to Steam at the end of this month. Warhammer 40k Inquisitor's console version has been delayed until next month. Kingdom Come Deliverance DLC is available now. We have a 20-minute Anthem trailer um, showing off its demo. Um, we have a Code Vein character trailer. And then we have a release date for Dragon Marked for Death. Marked for Death? Oh. No, wait. Oh. We have uh, a release window. Um, so they went to Anime Expo and they said it's coming out this winter. And they put out a new trailer. And then we have feedback. Feedback? Yes. Feedback? Yeah. Feedback? Yeah. So we asked people, what's your gaming setup in bed? Oh, what they tell us? Are they relaxing setup, like your couch? So we asked on Twitter... And Jason replied, I've got a nightstand with charging cables for my Vita Switch and GBD. It's an Android-based emulation thing. 
and a little three-in-one cable for my GBA, DS Lite, and 3ABS. Mm -hmm. I normally lie on my back and play. My Vita is about the only one I can play for extended periods of time because it's pre pretty light. The Vita, the buttons aren't clicky, so it doesn't keep my weight off. And the grip thing that um, Jay Mustang recommended makes it a lot more comfortable to hold. I can't tell you how many times I've had one of those systems follow my face when I pass out. Oh, I've done that numerous times. I've dropped my DS like right on my nose. <laughs> Chris does it all the time. It's funny. It's true. I don't fall asleep playing my games. No, you don't. But um, that's because you play your games sitting up. Well, I do. Play or on that. your stomach. Yeah. And you see, don't fall asleep on your stomach. Yeah. See, I, I play my games lying down, but I don't play with my systems over my head because right. my arms go numb. Mm-hmm. I just can't maintain that position. Mm -hmm. So thank you for to Jonathan for recommending that grip. We've had a few people um, tweet us photos of that Vita grip. Um, it looks like a Batman boomerang. <laughs> and Chris has decided that he can't wander around town with it sticking out of his it back pocket. It looks like a gun. <laughs> it's a problem. <laughs> Yeah, it looks a little too much like the, the butt end of a gun if it's well, in your you, back pocket. Just get some orange tape and tape up one end of it and you'll be fine. Mm-hmm. All right. I, I mean, it worked for Megatron. Okay. And um, as we talked about last week, um, September is going to be ludicrous. And Flamethrower yeah. absolutely agrees. As far as releases go? Yes. Yeah. Um, Shaman commented and wrote, I got the GDQ live experience for most of the week. Thanks, massive ja back injury. And I'll add recommendations for the Super Mario 3 race, especially the ending in Pikmin 3. Also, why did they run Mega Man 8 outside the crap block? I suppose it was the Japanese version? <laughs> oh, that's hilarious because I just bought Mega Man 8 in that PlayStation sale that's going on because it was only Dr. like Wiley. 20 bucks. Dr. Dr. Wiley! Dr. Wiley! Um, question of the week. Most of my setup is based on the fact that uh, the couch in my apartment separates the living room and the dining room, so I just have the systems there. That is to say the systems are on a stand about four feet from the couch. Um, Strawberry Eggs comments and play says, I try not to play games in bed often as I have a tendency to fall asleep. When I do, I just have two pillows under my head. I, too, have a pair of chest cushions to help me hold up the handheld. Yeah, that that seems to be a theme. Have a pair of chest cushions? And that's how I hold up my Vita. Believe it or not, I have a companion cube plushie that I use to hold up my... <laughs> Um, it is surprisingly handy. Uh, <laughs> uh, Victor uh, commented and said, Lately I've been playing a lot of World of Warcraft on my PC, trying to get in last-minute Mage Tower challenges finished before the pre-patch arrives, and the rewards become permanently unavailable. So instead of playing other games in bed, I play them on the Exercycle, where I can at least get in some exercise to counter all the sedentary PC gaming. And since Joshua couldn't be on the cast today, he left us a message. 
I don't play RPGs in bed a whole lot. However, but when I do, no, I play Dosakis. Wait, what? Um, wow, that release date set up. I don't play RPGs in bed a whole lot. However, on the couch, I have a particular setup. I have a gaming ottoman which converts to a small chair. Handy for games like Xenoblade Chronicle X that have tiny fonts necessary, necessitating close proximity to the screen. And I'll usually have a laptop or tablet for looking things up or watching Netflix while grinding. A journal for taking notes. At least a couple of cat toys in case I need to distract a feline during play. Comfy pillows. And all the remotes and controllers so I don't have to get up to change systems. Sometimes I'll even have a portable as well in case I change my mind and want to watch TV and swap to portable playing. So basically, I just accumulate the majority of household electronics entertainment devices next to the couch while I play. Comfort is apparently having options without having to move. I do that too. (laughs) No, what's worse is when I forget one thing and then I get covered in cats for the evening and can't move for like two or three hours. So what I've kind of done is um, I have all of my charging cords beside the bed and I've fed them all through the headboard and then to make sure that they all stay together so that I can easily access them, I've put them in a um, a, ga- uh, a hair clip. Uh. So all I have to do is grab the hair clip and I know what color each cord is and then I just pull the cord up. Mm-hmm. So my gaming setup is a hair clip. See, I, I have a, a dock for my DS, and then I just have a charge cable for my Vita and Switch because I have the newer style Vita that just uses micro uses micro USB, and I also have an adapter that lets me switch from micro USB to USB C. Um, I really need to get like a dock for just like a plain old charging dock for the switch though because i am terrified that i'm gonna knock it over or spill my water on it at yeah, night i don't like docks for stuff because i want to be able to use it while i'm charging huh interesting i i kind of like docks for stuff because one my cats love to chew on cords and two it's just easier just to stick it in the dock when i go to bed instead of having to fumble to find a cord yeah, see, the way that my cords are bundled, there's really no way for the cats to get at them and chew at them. They would have to basically be, like, in a really weird position under the bed. Mm-hmm. So, that's all the feedback we have for the show. That's the feedback. But if you want to give feedback, and I know you do, here's how you can do it. How do I do it? You can email podcast at rpgamer.com. Uh-huh. And trust me, we would much rather hear from you than hear than get 16 emails about how our Netflix account is going to be canceled. Our Netflix account's going to be canceled? Yeah. We should really get on that, shouldn't we? We should get on that, Emma. <laughs> you can call or text the RPG cast at 608-729-4098. You can comment on the story. You can find the www.rpgamer.com. It's really easy. You don't even need the www anymore. You Ooh, just forget all that. It works without it. You can watch out for the RPG Cast Quote of the Week tweet. <gasps> Where do I watch that for that, Anna? 
twitter.com slash rpgamer. Oh, are you on Facebook too? Uh, well, we tend not to ask on Facebook. Oh, okay. So be on Twitter. Oh, what about live comments? Huh? What about live comments while I'm in the chat room? Yes. What if you're in the chat room? Yes, you can join us uh, every Saturday at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, 9 a.m. Pacific at twitch.tv slash rpgamer. Hey, like Flamethrower in the chat. Hi, Flamethrower. Hi, Flamethrower. Hi, Vaughn. I, I thought about our question of the week this week. Yes. Um, what what gaming thing do you need does the dog die.com for? In yeah, other words, what, what is your trigger in games that you just can't, if it happens, you just can't handle it? <laughs> okay, so I, I what, it's a good... what thing can you just not handle happening in a video game? Yeah. Or movie? Because, okay. I mean, every, everybody probably has at least one. Like, uh, obviously, mine is cats. Meow. Meow. There you go. All right, so new releases. New releases. We have the Digital Store Weekly Roundup, which you can go find on the site. That'll show you some of the deals that are going on right now um, and some of the new Thank releases you, Alex, that came out in the past week. Every week. Um, for next week, here's what we've got coming up. We've got Hero U Rogue to Redemption, which is a roguelike thing for PC, Mac, and Linux. We've got Shining Resonance coming out for PS4, Switch, PC, and Xbone. Are you going to play that this week, Anna? Oh, right. I'll ask you in a second. Toho, yes. Scarlet Curiosity for the PC, and Octopath Traveler for the Switch. Also coming out this week, just I want to make sure you knew, Kelly, Sonic Mania Plus is coming out for the Switch, PS4, and Xbox One. Um, yeah. <laughs> my, Amazon, my Amazon Prime is going to hit my credit card hard this week. Yeah. So, so can you tell me for, what's, what's... For those of you who don't watch our stream... Sonic Mania Plus is in 16 different boxes in, like, font plus 20. It's a very important release. I wanted to make sure we knew it was coming, Anna. Um, I did did not put that there. No, I did that. (laughs) I have a question, though. What is the plus in Sonic Mania Plus? Uh, Okay, so they added two new characters to the game, Ray Squirrel and uh, Ray Uh the Flying Squirrel. I've got a problem. I've got a problem. I'm just looking at this date. I put the wrong... This is not coming out this week. It's coming out next oh. week. It's coming out next week. Just yeah. delete Sonic Mania Plus, add it to your pre-order list. Nope. Nope. Uh, for people who don't okay. know at home, since I asked you, uh, it would be rude to cut you off now. What uh, What's What are they adding? So they added Ray, two new characters, Ray and Mighty, um, who haven't been seen been seen in a Sonic game since Sonic Sega Sonic Arcade, and. That's one of the few Sonic games that's never come to the United States because it was an arcade game and played with a trackball. Oh, that's and weird. Nobody's, yeah, nobody's ever been able to figure out how to port it without the trackball. Got it. So Ray and Mighty are kind of like lost characters, and you're going to get to play through the games of those. And I think there's also like variations to all of the levels so that there's like a nighttime mode. So what if I already all- own Sonic Mania on one of those platforms? Um, you get the update for free. <gasps> oh, so this is a release in that like, it's like a physical release, isn't it? Yeah, okay. yeah. And even though I own the game like three times, you're gonna I'm buy still it again. The... Yeah, yep. Anna, are we gonna send her her instruction manual? It's on my desk. You said you were gonna give me a big old thing to take to the post office like yeah. two weeks ago. And I, that didn't happen. I have been in the process. Of I want. It. I want you to yet. know that Anna is the failure, not me. Just. I want that on the record. 
Hey, hey, I I am not going to be a jerk and demand that you guys send me you, my three free thing. Kelly, Kelly, it's been you, over a year. You can no, it hasn't. Right now. Yes, it has. No, it hasn't. It's been almost a year. It. Ha- that's more accurate. <laughs> you, All right. What are you going to play this guys, week? <laughs> you guys have had way more important stuff going on than my. Yeah, but dumb... not not continually. That we've had time. All right. So I know, but you've you've had like what two surgeries. Anna had two surgeries. I had one. Yeah, so three surgeries between the two of you, and sick cats, and E3, and... We think we had um, a stomach bug this week. That was fun. I think one of you had a meltdown at your job, or like a server meltdown at your job. Oh, come on. That happened, but, you know, it it passed. All right, (laughs) fine, fine. What are we going to play this week? Anna Marie, what are you playing? You have two choices, Shining Resonance or Octopath Traveler. So here is sort of my dilemma is I am going through a character a day in Odin Sphere. Which means I'm going to finish either late Monday night or early Tuesday morning. Yes. Which means I am going to finish basically at the time Shining Force shows up. Shining Resonance. Shining Force. Shining Resonance. Yeah. Whatever. (laughs) Same thing. Get off my cord. Shining Force would be amazing. It's not Shining Force. Yeah. So... (laughs) Shining is going to show up more or less the day that I finish Odin Sphere and three days before Octopath Traveler starts. So do I... So you're going to play Shining first. What I play this week is going to be predicated on when I finish Odin Sphere. Alrighty. If I finish it on or before Tuesday, I'm probably going to play Shining Force. If I play it, if I finish it like Thursday-ish, I will probably wait for Octopath. See, when I get the two of them, or when I eventually finish Lost Child and get the two of them, I'm probably going to play uh, Shining Resonance first, because I think that one's going to be shorter. Right. But I mean, here's the thing is it's like, I, the other reason I was leaning towards Shining is because everybody was planning on playing octopath yeah that too and so it was like all right so i'm gonna play shining because everyone's playing octopath and now that i'm talking to people this weekend i'm suddenly realizing that everybody that i was talking to that's like i'm playing octopath i'm playing octopath i'm playing octopath all of a sudden there's like this odd shift of like everybody's like well since everybody's playing octopath maybe i should play something else and i'm like no don't do this to me that was my idea (sighs) i i personally want to want to get the shorter one done first because i've i've been told or i've heard the octopath is going to be like 80 hours octopath is supposed to be beefy yeah so so i'm never going to see my switch again nope telling you man you had time to play shantae while i was playing odin sphere on the vita okay good to know you you didn't capitalize on this Mm-hmm. maybe i wasn't ready anna can't you play shantae on the vita she bought it for me for the switch for my birthday yeah. 
Oh, okay. Happy birthday. Thank you. Here's a game that you can't play because I'm playing your Switch. Happy yeah, birthday. You just, you just need to bite the bullet and buy your wife a Switch. Well, yeah. We, I <laughs> she think... said she wants a tattoo for her birthday, not a Switch. I think we need to... Come Black Friday, I think we're going to be buying a second Switch. We're going to look for some, some deals. What Nintendo needs to do is they need to put out the version without the dock in the U.S. Like a second household switch? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. But they have specifically said that they are not selling that in North America. Why? I don't that, know. That makes no sense to me because I've had I've known multiple people with this problem that you guys are having. I I can't justify their decision. I'm just telling you it's a decision no, that they've made. I I know it, it's it's a bonehead decision because it's pretty much eliminating every single household that has kids. Yeah. K kids or clingy switch hogging wives. Hee <laughs> hee. No offense. <laughs> I'm taken. Yeah. See, my husband knew that this was going to be a problem, and he nipped it right in the bud. <laughs> the highest of fives. So what are you going to play this week, Kelly? Um, I really need to finish Lost Child so that I can start playing all of these new games that are coming out. Okay. I, I need more so time So you won't be playing life. Shining or Octopath this week? I'm going to try and get through Lost Child, and then I'll pick up shining if i get through it but like i'm on layer four and i think there's like six layers so i don't know how long that endeavor is going to take fair enough and then finally alex what will you be playing this week well i'll be playing shining resonance of course <laughs> yep <laughs> Um, and, my, and maybe the other visual novels. And more, yeah, like seven more visual novels. Have you played oh. Doki Doki Literature Club? No. No. Not going to do that? <laughs> I thought you were into the visual novels. Right. He plays good visual novels. Oh, okay. All right. I didn't realize it wasn't a good visual novel. I thought Doki Doki Literature Club was supposed to be good. Uh... This is my question. I don't know. I'm not, I don't know either. But... All righty. <laughs> I'm going to play more Metroidvanias. I'm going to be real and original here. So, so probably um, I'll finish Apotheon and Roundabout this week and then start something maybe Ori on my wife's PC since I won't be able to play my Switch to play Yoku's Island Express or Shantae or Hollow Knight. So that'll probably be what's next. And there, there's too many good games coming out. So many games. All right. And that's all I got for you. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Anna told you how to leave feedback. Once again, podcast at rpgamer.com. rpgamer.com. Twitch.tv slash rpgamer. 608-729-4098. We're going to be out till next week. So, And don't, don't forget to hang out with us on Discord. Yes, come to Discord. Um, we have a link somewhere on the rpgamer site yeah, to go to go Discord. rpgamer.com. And then you go to community and then click on Discord. 
you Yay. can go right to our Discord. Yay! Maybe we should figure out how to do like a just go to rpgamer.com slash Discord and it just takes you right there or something. Yeah, we'll figure out. have to up. think about that. All right. Yeah, that's easy to say. We just added emotes. Yay. Yay, emotes. Did we get oh, the... Yeah, then did... I just actually uploaded them. Oh, okay. Did we do the uh, Kefka dancing mad laugh? Uh, not yet. I need to go find that. Somewhere. Laugh out mad. Laugh out dancing mad. LODM. I don't know. How do you do Kefka? All right. Thanks, everybody, for watching. We'll catch you next week. Um, see you then. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye.